It is Cam Wade. This is Words on Water. Thanks for joining us here again today. Um, ever since posting the first episode of this series, it's done, this project already has done what I, I hoped it would do, and that is start the conversation of sharing what's really going on inside each of us um, as a community together, you know, back talking to our families and really being honest, like what is really going on? Our friends, our family, even strangers, as I, you know, talked about in a past story, um, sometimes a good way to practice sharing is sharing with a stranger. You know, they don't know you from Adam, <laughs> judge you, whatever. Um, and then getting engaging a reaction from a stranger might really help. I know it has me help um, defuse that anxiety of, of being honest or, or sharing what is really eating at me with someone that I love, that I care about, that I'm, you know, hopefully going to listen to some, um, some guidance or maybe, uh, get some levity, um, on a situation. So yeah, practice, um, just like I, you know, you do with anything. Um, so that's a great, you know, take away from last episode. And real quick, I wanted to clarify, I am utilizing ChatGPT in the sense of asking it different questions in different ways. And then when it gives me a response, I'll, you know, I'll use that response and ask, you know, ChatGPT is an incredible tool. And what I'm trying to illustrate here is not that uh, ChatGPT should not be your therapist. Um, ChatGPT is not God. but it's a great tool and it illustrates that there is so much help out there. It literally is at the touch of your fingertips. Um, and I just, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. People talk about all day long that they want change. They want happiness. They want to love themselves. They want this, that, and the other. We see it every day. And the largest portion of us are just too fucking lazy and just don't really want it that bad. Like, it's like the, the fear of, of failing and all of that is way more than them wanting the actual positive results of whatever it is that they're dreaming or wish they could be more like or wish they could succeed or reach a certain level of life, whether it's uh, emotionally, financially, you know, just you got to put in the work. You're going to see the reoccurring theme without this enti- throughout this entire series that it's basic shit. It's all out there. Millions of people have been saying it from, you know, the great thinkers and, you know, from Socrates um, all the way down to Quanta Parker, you know, the Stoics are, you know, the ones that I still listen to and I've delved so deep into. It's some of the oldest, you know, thoughts and um, I guess you you just inner thinking therapy, um, questioning and answers that... um, you know, they still ring true. It's the basic shit. Um, so that's what we're hitting here. And again, I'm utilizing ChatGPT. It's just a tool. It's just another tool. I'm really working on a new project for the next, hopeful, hopefully this all times out, uh, for the next season. I've already started the communication with an, an app service. I'm sure you've seen the um, advertisements on Facebook and all over the place for BetterHelp. It's an app that you can get matched up with a uh, a therapist and there's different ways of communication with them um so i'm going to give that a try and i'm trying to work through them to get a discount code or something so that you guys can try it too um 
again, it's just about, you know, sharing and, and, you know, just looking at a therapist, um, a professional, just, a, just a source of, of great information that is backed by, you know, you know, thousands of years of, of human mental and spiritual and philosophical growth. And it all, I mean, it's 2023 now and all of that old stuff is still, it's still the truth. Whether it's uh, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, uh, you break it all down, you're going to find where it comes from. Um, and that's the great Stoics. And uh, awesome people, you know, in, throughout history. Anyhow, I could go all day. So we're going to touch base real quick on episode one. Um, the first segment is what does it mean to grow from your past? And of course, we asked ChatGPT and it said growing from your past means acknowledging and learning from past mistakes and experiences. Rather than dwelling on them, it means using those lessons to make better decisions and choices in the present and future. It also involves letting go of any negative emotional attachments to the past events that may be holding you back from personal growth and progress. Pretty dead on. Uh, as well as I would add, you got to own your shit. You can't, you know, you can't keep lying to yourself and lying to others. What happens when, you know, we're manipulating everyone, we're trying to, them to think we're something that we're not and we're, you know, being deceptive, we have ulterior motives, whatever it may be, um, those things, as, as nasty as they may be, um, when you know you're in the, those pat, like, you know, you're just so damn afraid. You will run from it, you will hide from it, but it is inevitable. Um, so yeah, what does it mean to grow from your past? Um, man, it means a lot of things, but ownership is, is a huge one. And, and of course, if we move on to episode two today, and that is identifying your past in order to, to grow from something, to turn the wrench inside and fix something, we first have to identify those things within our past that definitely we're not healed properly we're not addressed um, we never built any true real positive coping mechanisms to handle those throughout life and a lot of those things that happen from childhood you know those early years you know one to five they've, they've uh, they have um, a lot of studies have, have proved some really scary stuff that happens um, with psychopaths <laughs> even uh, they've found correlation that um, psychopaths uh, serial killers you know there's been some sort of trauma that happened within a very and it's usually males um, the biggest percentage uh, in a very early those early stages when shit happens traumatic whether it's sexual um, just mental physical um, or even just witnessing something horrific um, it can have life-altering effects, of course. And that's on the extreme. You know, there are the things, though, like I talked about and shared briefly about my biological father. You know, um, he was a very, he's a very, he's still alive, crazy enough. Um, although his actions just show that, like, he doesn't want to be here <laughs> his entire life. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, we will go deep into that because not today. Uh, but just identifying and not again, not, they're not an, it's not an excuse, but it's a place to start to identify why those patterns, why I ran from different relationships or from just 
being fully invested in something, um, you know, identifying, like going back and seeing that going to 15 different schools had so much negative impact on my life, as well as positive impact. Being able to take the good and the bad and, and going back and identifying that. And even though there may have been some tough ghetto ass times back then, just really taking the good the man going to 15 different schools it made me fucking sharp it made me have to survive immediately within the first two weeks it was always uh, fights you know um i used humor <laughs> to uh to qualm the uh, discomfort of being you know the social anxiety of being the new kid everywhere all the time and then getting in trouble because of those um but it just helps you once you know like what that root cause is, you know, and it really helps. It, it some most a lot of times it takes um, you know working with a professional to identify to ask the right questions uh, of what really happened and what is spurring and causing these patterns that you've just been in, uh, unable to break or you've just haven't made the right decisions to identify those things that are just eating you alive and you're it's just on autopilot. And it's causing a ricochet effect of all your relationships, some shape or form, professional, um, <coughs> excuse me, personal. It's all there. You keep doing the same shit over and over. And you look back after 30 years like, well, no wonder you never achieved shit and you're not happy. You never took action. You never took those hits on the chin and like, mm-hmm, that part was my fault. And I learned from this. And next time I see this coming... I'm going to pivot a little bit and go a different direction. Um, when you can identify those, you know, hopefully it doesn't take 30 years. But if it does, it's okay. You can start from scratch. You're not alone. You're going to hear that shit all the time. Um, you know, no one's asking you to figure out your entire life. I mean, some parents try and do that shit. I mean, it's, it's stressful as fuck to a kid um, where you force them to go to, you know, every damn sport on the planet and then um it's 18 and now they gotta you know get into a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of debt and into a career that they're not even going to care about or have passion about and there's not going to be you know the money there even when they get out of college it's a bunch of horseshit race anyways we can go all through that all day long but it causes like those ripple effects not handling that shit that's how we end up handling our kids you know i'm identifying and also, again, for you that are just jumping in here, I did have a shitty biological father. Uh, just like one of the movies, leaving you, uh, you know, I'm going to come pick you up, son. You know, when he was in and out, in and out of the life, um, and I had a beautiful stepfather. He died 18 years ago. Buddy impacted my life so hardcore that, uh, you know, I live to make him proud still to this day. Um, but even with that, I can hear the birds like crazy outside right now. Uh, and it makes me want to go jump on the river. So I'm going to try and zero in. So segment two, we haven't even jumped into yet. Understanding your past and how um, it has shaped you. Uh, definitely, you got to identify that past. And we asked Chat GPT, and I told you guys, I'm going to go down rabbit holes because my brain is just... Um, so I've got to use... Uh, and I, it'll get cleaner. i got to use these little notes to keep me on task. Um, chat GPT said when I asked, um, you know, how do you identify your past when you're trying to understand your past and grow from it? Chat GPT said, understanding your past is an essential step towards self-discovery and personal growth. 
Your past experiences, relationships, and environment can have a significant impact on who you are today. Examining your past can help you identify patterns and behaviors that may be holding you back. For example, if you grew up, and these are very basic, for example, if you grew up in a household where communication was not encouraged, you may struggle with expressing your emotions as an adult. This is huge though. I've got friends who, oh, the only way they know how to communicate with their children and with their better half is by screaming, screaming and cussing uh, at them. It's just, they think they're doing everything they can to have a healthy family. But that's how they communicate. That's how they were communicated as a child as well. I was there. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not fun. It's funny for a second when they're telling each other to go get your fucking clothes, get that, you know, it's, it's exhausting. It's no place for a kid to live. Examining your past. Yeah, we already did that. Understanding your past can also help you make sense of your current situation. If you experience trauma or significant loss in the past, it may be affecting your mental health and relationships in the present. We covered that. It's so true, ChatGPT. Your past can shape your beliefs, values, and attitudes. For example, if you grew up in a religious household, you may have strong beliefs about spirituality and morality. Either way, I've got friends who their parents were uh, pastors, and they ran from faith and religion. They just couldn't stand the hypocrisy that they experienced. Um, is usually the big uh, the big thing. Um, people wanting them to be something they're not or forcing them in you know a square peg peg into a round hole type situation. Um, so that's, I can relate with that. I've had friends that went through that. And then there's the opposite side. I've had friends, that pat, their, their parents were pastors and they dug, they dug deep in to their faith and became pastors themselves. So, I mean, it's, life is your choice, prison or your passport. We're going to keep touching on that. People quit texting me. Sorry. Um, do, 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 do. Exploring your past. Yes. Exploring your past can also bring up unresolved emotions and trauma. It is important to work through these feelings with a therapist or a trusted friend to heal and move forward. Ultimately, understanding your past can help you create a better future for yourself. Be, by recognizing how your past has shaped you, you can make conscious choices and changes to your behavior to create the new life you want. Um, that's so true. You can create what you want. Like that stuff that your parents told you, it just it really wasn't bullshit. You can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be. Um, I don't think I'll ever slam dunk like LeBron, but um, I've lived that. I'm, I'm, I think I'm I'm a pretty shining example. Like whatever you want to do, as long as you keep getting, getting back up and moving forward and trying to move that needle. And if you're able to identify your past. Uh, Shed that fear and go get some help. Um, what this has already done in the short amount of time that this new focused season and sharing it, so many phone calls from so many of you, messages. Um, doesn't matter how, like people of all ages from 70s and on down to 18. Um, from people identifying, and this is what I wanted. Get, get that conversa conversation started. I'm talking like an idiot. I think I've had too much coffee. This stuff is hardcore this morning. Um, thanks, Jules. But it started the conversation. So many people have shared so much with me in the past week. My heart is overflowing. It It's breaking for some of you. Um, excuse me, damn it. <coughs> 
It really is, but I've been there, so I do know that you're not alone, that we can all come back from this. My friend Reggie Brock has a great quote, and I live by it, and I will share it until the day I die. More people are, are more interested in your comeback rather than your setbacks. He says it more eloquently, and uh, you know he's uh, a student of uh, Bible college, I believe, and his father, I believe, was a pastor as well. Um, and you can hear it and feel it in him when he's delivering a message um, and sharing his truth. So if you have an opportunity, check out Reggie Brock. His podcast is awesome. He also does some really cool coaching as well on the side. And I'm lucky enough to be in a uh, relationship bi-weekly meeting with him and other leaders within our industry. And just in that little patch, just sharing those people that are relative strangers um, are people that I've, I've followed and watched on Facebook, uh, wanted to know more about. Um, and then you even have your own judgments about them or put them on pedestals and whatnot. And then you come to learn that while wow, they're just regular people and they're starting to share and be very vulnerable and transparent about not just their personal relationship, but then their their relationship with their better half and their better. It's just been really incredible. So that's not something I probably would have ever done. I, when I saw the invitation, I jumped right in just because it was scary. And I want to be a better partner. I want, I want to be the best I can be for everyone around me. Um, I've spent way too much time pretending to be that and then failing when my selfishness, um, you know, kicked in and I didn't have coping mechanisms from, for some emotional and spiritual attacks. Um, or I was just downright being lazy and, and knowing I had the tools to effectively uh, attack it, but just being lazy and saying, you know, fuck it, I'm just going to go to the bar and drink a gallon of beer and God knows what else. <laughs> but those days are over, over. My time is only spent with constructive um, love and creative flow to help other people. The work I do in business, I fight for people so that they get the full amount of money that they're owed so they can build back after a fucking tragedy. So I get to be a bully beater. That's what my dad called me when I was a kid. Um, I wear that with a badge of honor. Um, I hate bullies. And I get to fight them every day. And then also the other bully that I get to fight that I'm now getting to fight is a bully that's within me, that's within you, all of us. And learning how to communicate and draw lines in the sand with that son of a bitch that's inside you that tells you you can't fucking do it, that that person's better than you, or they have more natural ability than you, or they're smarter than you, fuck that. Fuck that dude that's inside you or that woman that's inside you, that evil little voice that wakes up and tells you you're not pretty enough. So you go throw on more makeup or you stress yourself out because you're you're comparing yourself to people that are just as weak and just as fallible and just as scared as you are. So realizing that you're not alone, realizing that you do have the tools in the past, all those fucked up things you've gone through have happened for you to go through you to help other people because if you can grow from those things, especially the ones that we do to ourselves, those are the ones that are so painful and so hard to say, I did that. God, I'm a fucking idiot. I've been blaming so many other people for years when you, I, you could have just owned that shit. 
and say, I may have some fucked up shit that happened to me in my past that I couldn't control. Or I may have made some mistakes that really set me back some years. Or maybe I really killed some relationships, whether it's your children or your best friends that you thought were, you know. All those bleed inside of us all, and we find ways to cover and mask and, and make it through. Um, but that's just, you're just walking dead. You're a zombie. And if you can truly grasp what I'm saying, that, look, I'm just chat GPT and some, some questions. I don't have the answers, all of them. I read, I listen so much. And the one thing I am finding when I am utilizing chat GPT is all of this information it all correlates. All this data, it all correlates to the same shit. The basics. The basics get you there and they get you home. So start practicing. Practicing on being a, a professional human. A professional human is someone who definitely has taken the, the hits on the chin, self-created or not, and get back up. Always getting back up. That's not a question. Just getting back up. A professional human is someone who has made just very, uh, you know, bad decisions and has grown from them in such a way that those feelings in those maybe uh, those desires, whether it's sexual desires or drug or just completely uh, escaping the, the mental world and just delving into methamphetamines or heroin or, or you know, if you masturbate 10 times a day, uh, you know, all those things do have effect on you. Those are all things that, you know, we can run from, we can hide, but they're all a part of us. We all have those. So you're not alone. If you think you've destroyed yourself, if you're, if you're able to listen to this and see this, you're ahead of the game for so many millions of people out there. So if I can do it, you can do it. You're going to hear more and more, I didn't even scratch the surface of uh, how stupid I've been in the past and how an asshole I've been to the creator that gave me this opportunity, this golden ticket, you know, truly, but man, it's made me who I am. It's helped me identify that I am a professional human now, because now when that shit, when those urges do come at me and they do, I'm not immune to them. I just have a better tool belt in a mindset that I've got tools here, I was built with tools, and all these other tools that I've pulled in around me, they're great, they're fucking epic right here on my little virtual tool belt, but they're not shit until I use them. So it's the mindset of knowing I've got the tools and I'm gonna use them. It's gonna hurt, it's gonna suck, it's got to. You want six, you know, eight minute abs, bullshit. It takes dieting, all that stuff, it hurts. It's gotta hurt. Um, and you know, uh, Jules and I, we were just listening this morning to a really brief snippet. And this is again why I do this. Of, of two people that I, you know, as far as their uh, philosophies and stuff, um, I've learned more about them. Jordan Peterson and Matthew McConaughey were doing a little interview. And Jordan Peterson was reminding himself, he was talking about when he's on stage, you know, speaking or, or in front of millions of people within, you know, uh, the World Wide Web. He's reminding himself as he's going through that actively that he's talking to himself too, that he's not above that. And he wants to make sure that everyone else knows that, just like I do, that like this, I'm talking to myself too. And that's what you need to start realizing is fucking epic. Is Excuse me, damn it. Oh, well. It's talking to yourself, having a dialogue. Do you even know what your voice sounds like? Like your real voice. Like, do you know 
Are you a friend to yourself anymore? I know I wasn't. Mm. I ignored me, the real me, for so long. Oh, God. That voice of the right, like, you know, what you're supposed to be doing. You find ways to uh, numb and deafen and, and um, block that sound. It's your gut. So, again, all of this is just showing you, illustrating that if I can do it, you can do it. It's not rocket science, but it's gonna be it's gonna be painful, and it's gonna take time. There's no quick fix, but you have to start today. You have to start owning your shit today, and you have to start working on those little things consistently daily. If you don't, then you're gonna get the same shit you've always had, the same life, same roller coaster, the same relationships. You know, you can go out there and plaster, you know, every day on Facebook what a victim you are. Because you just can't find a good man. I'm going to say 98% is your fault. Yeah. Quit posting that shit. Uh, Passive aggressive shit. Quit posting that. If if you have aggression or if you talk to somebody. More importantly, talk to yourself. Because, you know, when you're pointing a finger, there's three, three pointing right back at you. So, again, own everything. If it's yours, own it realize that it's ammunition that if you can learn to form shape it own it manage it load it up fire away you're gonna find so much happiness so much ownership of your life um, that again when those those uh, those anxiety feelings those shameful feelings of who you were and what you've done when they do arise because they will you're always going to trickle back to that because it's going to show you where you are. We don't want to dwell on it. But when you have built and cultivated the tools and the mindset, when those feelings and those thoughts and those urges come, you have the tools and the control to battle those off. And it, and over time, it's it's no thing but a chicken wing. You feel that, that urge. That urge for fake acceptance. It's so weird. Like, let's just go to the bar. Come on, let's go dip in and see, you know, what everyone's doing. Um, that energy, that that buzz of walking in and everyone knows your name. And, and then the buzz of when you start drinking and your inhibitions start going away. And then the, the feeling of of that bump that you take, that uh, that great white lie that, you know, tells you that everything that you're saying is right and everything you got planned in your head, you're going to do. Um, that great white lie, and then the next day that you're up till 3 a.m. and you still got eight appointments, um, and you still go do it, but you half-ass it, and you're you know about to die. Um, you can grow from that. You can own that. You can talk to yourself and and like yourself and like what you hear. It takes practice. It takes time. We're going to keep going back to the basics over and over and over again. Um, so again, we're going to recap real quick. Identifying your past you have to own and identify what truly happened in your history. And it, a lot of times it takes help. You know, there's so much information out there uh, to absorb. Uh, and, you know, it's a really great idea to get with somebody who's been doing it, you know, pretty much their whole professional career. Um, and not, again, not every therapist is for you. Um, I've since on and off since I was a child uh, because I started taking Ritalin when I was in the second grade no third grade excuse me third grade Ritalin and then it quieted me up 
so damn much that everyone was scared as far as the grown-ups, my teachers, my parents, it's changing me. I wasn't happy or I wasn't like com uh, communicating and joyful and all of that like I usually am. Um, I was just quiet and yeah, I did my work. That's for damn straight. Um, but then they put me on antidepressants. So <laughs> as a third grader, you parents back then didn't know. They didn't have knowledge like that. So accessible. Uh, and they're not sitting there studying, um, you know, the Britannica um, encyclopedia or whatever, <laughs> whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, identifying your past, identifying um, what you can own and what you can, tr can control is going to help you make better decisions in the future and to create better, smarter, more healthier um, patterns and lifestyles and people. We're always going to touch base on your circle. If you got to get a new tribe, a new wolf pack, a new circle, do it. Do it. If they're meant to be in your life, then they'll, they'll come back. The ones when you draw a line in the sand and say, nope, I can't hang out with people that do cocaine, that hit their wives, that uh, drink and drive, that just take un, just stupid ass risks for their lives and treat people like shit and talk to people with disrespect consistently. I just can't have motherfuckers like that in my life. It just won't. That use and abuse people, manipulate. Nope. Sorry, kick rocks. Um, you gotta be, you know, very selective. My pops told me, man, son, by the time you're my age, the people you can count on, the people that you can truly call friends, they all fit in about, you know, in a fistful five. Now, of course, I've, you know, who wouldn't, you know, just the idea, I mean, it's a dumb idea because it's not possible to be a friend of everyone. You can't be a friend to everyone because everyone's not your friend. That's something I had to come to terms with. And that's okay. Um, you know, I want you to eat, but just not at my table. So we'll always be recapping on circles. Choose wisely. I know, there's people that I know that probably follow me. They want to see me fail. And that's the only reason why they follow me. They just hate me because they ain't me because they can't be real with themselves. I'm real as fuck with myself. I know I'm an idiot, but it's, it's through that realization and that ownership that gives me the confidence and the understanding and belief that my life is going to be fucking epic for the rest of my life, no matter what challenges come in front of me, because I have the tools and I have the faith that are getting me, get me through it and help me grow. I have the people around me that when I start falling down, they're going to remind me who the fuck I am. And they're going to be real with me and say, dude, you're slipping. Who the hell are you? Who's this guy? Come on. <laughs> I do. I have some, I have the best circle of influence. Legit. From my cousin Brian Uranga, who has always been my mentor and the fact <laughs> finder and, uh, you know, boundary setter. You know, he's been a, a huge part of who I am and who I've tried to work closer to be. I respect him. Uh, we just got to have uh, breakfast the other day and we got to plant some plants together. Something that we, uh, you know, learned to do from our grandmother. He was raised by our grandma. God rest her soul. She was incredible, four foot eight when she left this planet, but the biggest heart on the planet. Um, she was awesome. But that was a special moment to be able to share that. Because usually, I mean, my cousin Brian used to pick me up as a, as a little kid all the way as an adult. Uh, he always made sure I had a haircut that was presentable. Uh, 
always talk to me about business, about communication, about treating people right, about doing the right thing in business and personal. Did I always listen? Hell no. That's why you know, <laughs> That's why I learned uh, the, the lessons of the school of the hard knocks. But by having those guiding lights, by having those people close by, I've been very grateful and very lucky and blessed um, because when I've fallen short, they've been the real, the real people to say, you're a dumb fuck. But I love you and it's okay because I believe in you. Let's go. Get to work. And finally, I, you know, started responding. And and that relationship, that love, that respect for that that growth and what everything my, my cousin poured into me and still does to this day, he's not done teaching me. It's awesome. You gotta find people, you gotta identify people like that in your your family and in your circle. Uh, they're there. You just ignore them when you don't when you don't want to hear the truth. You call them assholes. You say shit like, you think you're better than me. Uh, you're always talking down to me. <laughs> That's the weak little child that doesn't want to, you know, own their shit. Make excuses. Don't be that person. If you are, that's okay. Fucking own it. Eat it. Spit that shit out and move forward and grow. Man, this is fun. This is scary. This is... Uh, painful what I'm doing here this is a reminder for me this is a guiding rope for me as well this communicating with you guys because now I know after this one like the messages the communication just keeps happening if you have questions uh, you know you're, you want to dig deeper into some of you think man no cam you know I hear you but I've done some really fucked up shit cam and I don't know if I if I deserve a better life I don't know if I deserve to come back from this or another chance try me i'm going to eventually share them all within you know this platform or this this uh medium but if you want to fast forward to it and you want to compare notes and resumes i'm not saying i've got you all beaks i know some of y'all are fucking heathens and have done some crazy shit but you're not alone and you can grow from it even if you're in prison Man, some prisoners, some people that are still in prison are doing some of the greatest things right now because they learned and they're growing from it and they're owning it. It doesn't work for everyone in there. It actually makes prisoners you know, better criminals usually because our system's fucked. Yeah, it is. All of it. Left, right. It's all the game and we don't really get to play. We're just little uh, puppets. Um, we can go into that too. I don't care. Um, come at me, brah. But yeah, man, this has been fun. I'm really appreciating everything, all the feedback, the sharing. Um, you know, like you can probably see, I'm looking at my damn fingers and they're dirty as hell. I'm sorry. I apologize for not being completely, uh, I'm just a grease ball out here on the river. Um, yeah, I was digging in the dirt. What are you going to do about it? My fingers. Anyhow, guys, <coughs> do you hear that? 14 years old again. Share. I've had some really incredible friends that I've been friends with since we were children have reached out to me recently and shared some of their pain. And they're going to be watching along and guiding along and and we're going to bounce things back, right back off to each other. And it's just has shown us that even though we've had years apart, that they're no different than I am. They've got some shameful shit. I've got some shameful shit. It all hurts the same. And it all weighs us down the same. But just in the, the past week of sharing 
I know we all have grown, the ones that have shared with me. I know that when we get off the phone or get off the message, they feel better. I know I feel better. And it's scary because it is a great um, responsibility to hear and listen to people's hurt and pain. Um, there's very few that I've really gotten to share mine with because um, I've been so afraid of it for so long. Um, but the practice has made me stronger with it and better. And to hear people that I truly love, I've got some people that have really had some pain, that things that they just couldn't control have happened. Uh, a dear friend lost their husband recently. Uh, we've known each other since elementary. A uh, friend of mine, my cousin, lost his son, 28-year-old, um, got shot in the head and killed recently, murdered. Um, my One of my closest girlfriends, uh, her mother passed away of cancer. She was a gorgeous guiding light, um, her mother. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. Uh, her mama loved me. She let me know every time. I loved her. Um, I've been so blessed like to have uh, so many great people in my life that are now reaching back out to me and sharing sharing their pain. And uh, it gives me a great deal of respect and pride that I can share too. <laughs> Excuse me. Because it tells me that I'm not alone and that I'm right. I'm right. That we're not alone and that if we can come together and share, we can grow from this pain. There's still so much in me that I've got to let out, that I've got to learn from, because I think it can help so much, so many people. <clears throat> Pull it together, Cam. Um, but yeah, a lot of people have reached out and it's, uh, it's heavy. And I love you all. And you will heal. Uh, you will grow stronger. The losses of loved ones. When I lost my father at 53, man, he was everything to me. To so many. I know I've shared this with some of y'all. A lot of y'all recently um, on different recordings. Um, I was about to wrap it up, but here we go. <laughs> um, that I, how I reacted to that was pretty dope. <laughs> it was, but it was also pretty stupid. I attacked. I was what I could be everything to the people immediately around me, my mother, my sister, my brother. Um, you know, when he died, we didn't we didn't have a life insurance. He um, he had lost his job at his tenure. It was devastating for my family. And uh, and I do know after the first couple of weeks when those phone calls stopped coming in and the messages stopped coming in and you're finally alone with that loss and the true levity of it oh, it makes your stomach hurt you feel so scared and especially when it's someone that's so anchored in your life like my father was that was the first time i really felt fear and felt alone um but it was like my dad was like obi-wan uh, he didn't, he didn't let me just grovel in it. I fought and I, I put on a happy face. I, I um, compartmentalized a little too much. And um, that's what started some really heavy coping mechanisms off and on throughout my life. Um, 
so to hear and to uh, share with some very dear and close friends of mine and even strangers that just follow me. It's been, uh, it's been a blessing. It's been a heavy burden and I'm learning and it's making me delve. That's why, you know, I'm delving deeper in and I'm going to be doing this segment, um, whether they, you know, back it or support it or, or whatever, I'm, I'm going to invest in myself and get the better help app. I've already got the app, but start using therapy again. So then that way, I can again utilize what I'm learning, what I'm experiencing with friends, family, with you all uh, to show you that there's so many different mediums out there to get help. It's out there. If you want it, the change has got to come from within. It's you that's got to do the work. Um, Awaken the Giant Within, Tony Robbins, one of the most impactful uh, books and lessons of my life. Um, go catch that. Um, yeah. Anyhow, guys, sorry, got to No, no, I'm not. Fuck you guys if you can't handle some tears. Uh, <laughs> um, I love you all. I don't know you, but that's what I'm here to do is to love and to hopefully shed some light that I've been an asshole. I've wasted time, this beautiful gift, but you know what? It's not over. I hold the deck of cards and I'm going to play them and I'm going to use this, this gift and this golden ticket God gave me and I'm going to keep growing. I have bounced back from the worst shit I've put myself through. So if I can do it, you can do it. You're not alone. Thank you guys. I'm Cam Wade. Words on water. Keep it real. Keep loving and keep sharing guys. Please. It only helps. It only helps. It only helps. It only helps. It only helps.